Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. On this episode, we're going to talk about this huge win for Team USA. We got a few fair fouls and some other things, but before we do that, let's bring them on. Tom, what is up, buddy? Good evening, Rob. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Today was a day full of sports. Today was almost a perfect day. There was a little gloom and doom towards the end. We'll get into it. So I was going to ask you if you've been watching March Madness, and I haven't been because I've been working. But at the, um, we, me and my wife went out to eat tonight, or this afternoon, I guess, and I watched Arkansas play Kansas for a little while. But I haven't seen a complete game. I know Houston was ranked number one. They have a one seed. I know they were losing today. I know they have a lot of injuries. What happened in that game, buddy? Are they out? It, it doesn't seem like they won. Houston won going away in convincing fashion with a large second half. They were down by 10 points going in a half. Uh, credit to Auburn. They played well. It was basically a home game for Auburn. They played in Birmingham, Alabama, right down the street from where Auburn is. Uh, there was a lot made about that, but they just showed out in the second half, got it done. Uh, UT, a two seed, also got it done. So that side of my bracket looks good. I watch a lot of uh, college basketball throughout the throughout the season. You know, I follow a few different teams, and then obviously March Madness. You got to do a bracket. You got to see how close you can get. So I always do it. I've got some buddies. We you know, we uh play brackets for bragging rights or you know a bottle of our favorite adult beverage, something like that. So uh, so far I'm doing pretty good. So I guess what I saw was the halftime score. And I had I had read something that Houston's going to be, you know, they're not going to be able to get too far because they're missing a key player. But good job, Houston. That's good for uh, the city of Houston. So to speak to that, their All-American, Marcus Sasser, pulled his groin in the conference final just before the tournament started. And he's been getting treatment. He played the first game. Halftime, he felt it a little bit, shut it down. They didn't need him. He played well this game, so hopefully it's something that he can manage. Uh, another one of their players hyperextended his knee, so dealing with some injuries, but both of those guys played, played big minutes, so Houston still looks good. All right, so that is total proof that I have no idea what's going on with the Houston Cougars, and I shouldn't even be talking about it. I should be talking about the United States defeats Venezuela nine to seven. And I don't know how far back it was on the podcast, but I was like, dude, this Venezuela team is a juggernaut. They, they have passion. They have camaraderie. They're like a, a great, perfectly put together team. The U S is full, full of superstars but they really don't have any good pitching. And I didn't think they were going to get this far. And I'm telling you, I was a little surprised today. It's interesting that in these world baseball classic games, there are teams on paper that you just don't expect them to ever lose. The Dominican Republic, their team loaded. I mean, top to bottom, you know, two guys at every position, basically something crazy like that. Puerto Rico loaded. Huge, huge. And they had guys that didn't even play. And then you look at this Team USA team. They're loaded on paper, sort of. 
I think pitching, uh, they, they had a bunch of guys stay home that, you know, if, if the United States really wanted to be represented or represented, they could have had a monster team too, but uh, credit to them for being able to just outslug teams. Cause that's really how they got it done today. All right. So it's been a while since we've been able to do this. Let's talk about this game, buddy. So at the top of the first, Mike Trout, RBI single. I think that was his only hit of the game. Brought in Mookie Betts. We're up one to zero. Goldschmidt, RBI single, brought Trout in. And then Kyle Tucker, King Tuck, representing the Astros. RBI single, brought in Goldschmidt. I was going to say the Astros, but the U.S. A three to zero lead in the top of the first inning. I'm feeling good. I mean, look, I, I won't I won't fault you for saying Astros because both of these teams were basically Astros North and Astros South. Well represented are our Houston Astros. Thirteen players uh, throughout this entire tournament tied with uh I can't remember who the other team was for the most, but they had guys on either side. You know, you saw Garcia face Tuck, uh, Altuve face Garcia. So or not Altuve face Garcia, Altuve face. He didn't face anybody from the Strohs, but no. he could have. He could have. He could have. He could have faced Presley. Presley, possibly. So, so there was opportunities for it. Uh, five consecutive hits by Team USA to start the game off. They, they were white hot, and uh, they set the tone. Yeah. It kind of seems like the in the pool play that they kind of thought, you know, you know, you know, we're the best. And uh, – I don't know. I, that's just my impression that they're really good offense and they didn't get a lot of pitching. Uh, but I think you look at it and like Max Serzer, Justin Verlander, they're they're too old. They're not going to – I don't think they're going to waste their uh, strength. They're going to waste their pitches somewhere else. I, just, I don't think that. You got McCullers. If he wasn't injured, I think he would probably love to be there. But it is what it is. I think uh, I don't want to say something because I think fair or foul has something to do with it. But let's go to the bottom of the first. They get a uh, Venezuela gets a two run homer, make it three to two. Top of the fourth, Mookie bet sack fly brings in Schwarber, four to two. Top of the fifth, our boy King Tuck solo home run, five to two USA. Feeling pretty good at this time. Absolutely. The two-run bomb by Team Venezuela, uh, by a hit by a guy by the name of Luis Arise, who the games are being played in Miami. That's Miami Marlins, their stadium. So that's his home ballpark that he hit the homer in, and he's newly acquired. So got to feel good about that if you're a Miami fan. But uh, Tuck, I, I tweeted it out. He's such a big game guy. He gets up for all these big games. So you just knew he was going to play well. He was two for two at that point. Uh, he hit his, his first hit. He tried to leg out a double, got caught at second. It was a bang, bang play, yeah. but I mean, just saw the ball really well. And, uh, one of the reasons I love the guys playing in this tournament is because I feel like this is going to be something that they're going to be able to use to go into the regular season as, you know, better quality of play. You know what I mean? They're going to just enter the more locked in this. This is more, this is serious business where, you know, spring training, four ABs on on the backfield somewhere. You're really not. You're really not into it. So the bottom of the fifth is when the wheels came off for the United States of America's pitching staff. 
I didn't even write it down, buddy. I just put Venezuela scores four runs and takes a six to five lead. I think it was who was the guy that Bednar? I don't know who who's the guy that came in. To be honest with you, I didn't catch it either. It was Bard. Was... It was Bard. I don't oh, even know who this yeah. guy is. Yeah. He had he gave up a hit and two walks, and I think he I don't even know what happened. So he walked two guys, then he hits Altuve. Yeah. Bases. He hit Altuve. More on that yeah. later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so then, I mean, so the story on Bard was that this guy had control issues, was out of Major League Baseball because of control issues, mm. but Team USA needed guys, so they bring this guy on, and what happens? He shows up and can't control himself. Yeah, so, he really pooped the bed. That's what I got to say. And I'm like, who's Bard? And I... And I tweeted the USA. This this guy sucks. That's I think that's what I said. Bard blows. I don't know what I said, but it was negative. I love tweeting out negative stuff when I'm upset. And you're not feeling good at this time, but we're not done. Bottom of the seventh. That same guy. I don't want to butcher his name. Arez. Arise. Arise. He got a rise on another ball. Two home <laughs> runs for Arise. I just didn't want to butcher his name. And Venezuela goes up seven to five. And then the top of the eighth, U.S. loads the bases. So there's two outs, a big play. JT Real Muto gets hit. It looked like it hit him in the arm. And I was like, this dude don't have an elbow pad? Oh, my goodness. But on replay, it hit him in the back. Trey Turner is going to be with the Phillies this year, a team that is being overlooked again. By the experts, Grand Salami. That was an exciting, exciting moment. Absolutely. Uh, the Phillies are for real. That Both of those guys are in the same lineup with, uh, you know, a bunch of boppers, Schwarber, uh, uh, Bryce Harper. So that lineup is going to be very potent. Uh, they showed it again tonight. Trey Turner's elite. You know, he all, all, all he's done in the big leagues has been elite. So the perfect guy in that spot to come up with uh, the bases loaded and uh game changer right there. You, you, you kind of didn't know if the U S could mount this comeback. And then that guy steps up one swing and flips the score over. So Lance Lynn went four innings. He gave up four hits and two runs. Is there some kind of pitch limit on these guys? I believe there is. I believe they are only allowed to go so far. That's why you never see anybody throughout the entire thing go like, I think it's four and a third yeah. or something like that. I don't think it's a pitch number, but I, but I know there is a limit to some extent. We should know this, but I actually do think there's a pitch limit, but Lance Lynn did not use very many pitches. Yeah. But he, he went four innings, which is good. Bard hit two walks, gave up four runs. He has a 43.20 ERA. Uh, Adams and Ottavino, no runs. The big O. Mm-hmm. Bednar gave up that solo home run. Uh, Williams no run. And then Presley. How impressed are you with our Astros? Kyle Tucker, Ryan Presley. It's amazing. The list goes on and on. If you've been watching this tournament throughout, Maldonado played great. Tuck, great. Presley, great. Um, Pena, great. Like, like these guys have all showed up. It's 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 been really really exciting. Garcia, great. Uh, 
Framber, great. Like all, all these guys are not Framber. I'm sorry. Um, Christian Javier, Christian Javier, great. Like all these guys wanted to be in this tournament, and you could see it. They brought their A game. They did. They did. They didn't mess around. So, for for me as an Astros fan, I think it's awesome to be able to say, "Hey, those are our guys." There was one instance, and I tweeted out about this, where it was, I think it was the Dominican Republic. They went from Brian Abreu to Rafael Montero, and they just shut the door like back to back. I mean, lights out pitching, and I was like, "Must be nice for Team DR to be able to go to those guys and just have this elite bullpen." I said, I wonder if one, some some MLB team, you know, might benefit from something like that. And I was like, oh, wait, there is a team that does benefit from those two guys. All right. So I have something here, but I, I'm going to get to it later. I got it on my phone. So I, when you said something, it clicked in my head, you know, <laughs> but we, we were talking about it before the, before the WBC about our players going and our pitchers going, do we want Frammer to go over there and, and throw all these pitches, but neither of us knew that there was some kind of pitch count or innings. We didn't know that. So that would have, that would have made my decision a lot easier. Of course, you know, if they're going to have an innings. but Trey Turner had one hit and it was a big one as a grand slam real Muto two for three. And then he got hit on the back to load the bases. And that was big. Kyle Tucker three for five with an RBI. He had two RBIs and Paul Goldschmidt also went two for five. We already talked about this, buddy. Altuve injured. He got hit on the wrist during the game, and the Astros uh, tweeted out that he will be evaluated, and we will get an update on Jose Altuve tomorrow. Early things that I've seen so far on social media make it sound like it's more about his right thumb and left, less about his left hand. So initially, when I saw the play personally, I was like, oh, he might have really messed up his left hand. It, it turns out that, that wasn't the case. It grazed off the left hand and hit his right thumb. And the concern per Ken Rosenthal was that he potentially broke his right thumb. Already been on the Google machine. It's a six to eight weeks thing. So hopefully it's it's not that. It's less than that. But at, wow. at a worst case, that is potentially what we're talking about here is uh, three months probably on a maximum. All right, so I wrote here, Team USA, here's the strategy, boys. Outscore everybody, because that's your only chance to win. And I mean, that's basically what they've been doing. <laughs> they go up there and they just bop. And I, I want to say they interviewed um, the captain. I'm, I'm blanking out right now. Uh, Mike Trout, they interviewed Mike Trout and he said, that was our message to our guys. Let's just go out, hit them. And that's exactly what they're doing. And they definitely have the talent to do it. The team, whether it's Goldschmidt, Arenado, Trout, Mookie Betts, Trey Turner, Kyle Tucker, they can run out of lineup. They can hit with anybody. So I reached out to the kid from Israel. I think it was Israel, right? Mm -hmm. No response yet. Maybe he's still over there playing or whatever. But before we get to some more news, I got some more news. Well, let me get to, let me finish the Astros news and then we'll we'll get to this. So I saw this on uh, astros.com, Framber Valdez, will he be the opening day pitcher? I say yes, he's got to be the ace, but Dusty Baker said probably, but I don't <laughs> want to make it official yet. 
I don't know why he said that. I guess he wants <clears> to give <throat> other people a little hope that they have a chance. But I'm saying 100% Framber is your opening day pitcher. The only thing I can think, because I saw that too, and it didn't make any sense to me. You know, Dusty's cagey. You know, he's an old vet. He's he's not going to give you anything. He doesn't have to. I'm sure that might be gamesmanship, like not having the, the, the White Sox plan for Framber. But I mean, it's not like a like a football game where it's like, oh, I don't know who's going to be the starting quarterback. You know you're going to see him one of the first three games, so might as well just make him the opening day starter. I think it's Framber as well. I don't know if this has something to do maybe with CJ. Maybe I don't know. Like maybe the way it lines up, maybe he's the fresher arm or something. It doesn't make any sense to me. I think it should be Framber. How many games do they play the White Sox? I believe it's three. Who do they play after that? That I do not know. All right. Well, we need to get some, uh, we need to learn some stuff here. All right. Did you see this? Dusty Baker's son, Darren, hit a grand slam against the Astros. That's pretty cool. It was funny. They interviewed uh, Dusty after the game and he said, I didn't know whether to be proud Papa or angry Papa because it was like in one on one side of the, the coin. Hey, my son did this awesome thing on the other side. It's, it's affecting my team. Now it's in spring training. I'm sure. If it's going to happen, that's where you want it to happen. So Dusty probably didn't lose any sleep over it, but uh, I'm sure. I, th I think his son told him dinner's on me, Pops. Something. I'm sure he doesn't want that to happen again. All right, so let's go back to the WBC for just a minute. The final four is Mexico versus Japan, and USA plays Cuba. If I got to go out on a limb and make two picks here, I'm going with Japan and USA in the finals. Because, hey, be I don't know anything about Cuba. <laughs> They're one of the only teams I haven't seen. I haven't seen them play yet. Yeah. Um, Shohei, I don't know, I don't, Shohei yeah. is tearing it up. He is. He is. But Mexico Mexico beat some juggernauts to get to where they are. So I refuse to sleep on Mexico. Maybe it's because I'm half Mexican. But yeah. uh, their lineup's good. Randy Rosarena's playing out of his mind. Jose Urquidy's pitched well for Team Mexico, another Astro. So I think that's going to be a great game. Maybe Japan was in an easier bracket, an easier pull. Also possible. I mean, when you when you've beaten the Dominican Republic and Puerto Rico to get, I to didn't where expect you are, Mexico to get here. I'm I'm not going to lie. Yep. With the yep. teams they had to beat to get there, yeah. So we'll see. I don't know if Shohei's pitching or not. But uh, I think if he was, that would be probably would I would favor them then too. I can't remember the numbers, but someone posted uh, Japan versus Korea. They said like sixty three percent of the households in Japan. It might even been higher. Puerto Rico was sixty one percent. So it it was Japan was higher than that. So it was <clears throat> it was uh, Puerto Rico against the DR. Mm -hmm. was had more viewer. One of these games had more viewers than the World Series. So a lot of people say, is this more important than the World Series? It is to everybody else. It is to, I don't think it is to the Americans. I just, so, I mean, go ahead. So here's the thing. And, and, and social media has been going to war back and forth because you've had guys like Keith Oberman, who ESPN, CNN, now somewhere else, uh, 
a guy from Barstool, you know, not, not just average Joes, big time guys, you know, really, really going to war saying this is dumb. This is stupid. This is, this is getting MLB players hurt. They shouldn't be doing it. And then you've got other guys from the other side of the coin, Robert Flores from ESPN uh, or not MLB network and uh, others that are like, no, no, this is for the players. This is for them. This isn't for us. This is for yeah. them. They want this. They want these games. They they want to represent their country. It's their sort of Olympics, if you will. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they interviewed I, a bunch of them. What, what's more important? World Series? I, I think they were Puerto Ricans and Dominicans. So it was a bunch of guys speaking Spanish or whatever. What's more important? Like it was it was it had what is it? Uh subtitles on the bottom. But it was like uh, I don't know I don't know how to say it in Spanish, but it was like <clears throat> something like El Mundo Clásico. Like they were all saying <laughs> the classic, all of them. Yeah, and I just I, don't think the Americans feel that way. And it's not just them; it's not because they interviewed Mike Trout. Mike Trout said this is the most fun he's had on a baseball diamond ever. Mookie Betts told his manager to manage tonight's game like it was the World Series, and don't care what anybody else thinks. Those guys aren't saying that if this doesn't matter. Those guys aren't, 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 you know, I mean, wearing it all on their, I mean, the emotion that you see in these games, the environments from the crowds, it's so electric. There was a stat that somebody put out that more people have been to these games, just these games, than the entire attendance for the Oakland A's for the entire season in 2022. <laughs> I don't doubt that. That's insane. It's only been two weeks. Like 70,000 people are going to these games. Let me tell you like, this, buddy. You know, we're like, okay, World Baseball Classic, blah, blah, blah. These guys are going to play. To me, no big deal. I don't care. I don't care what they do. It, it should be fun to watch. But if the U.S. kids don't win, I don't care. But when I'm watching the game. You can feel it. You can feel like that's my country, and I really want these guys to win. And if you add the question, would you rather have the Astros win the World Series or the U.S. win this? I'm still leaning towards the World Series. I don't well, know of course why. you are. Yeah, of but course you not. are because the people from Venezuela, the people <clears throat> from although they're not the but fans. See the, yeah. But see, it's different, and 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 it's not something that I think the casual American fan will ever understand because we are blessed with these leagues that we have that are the pinnacle for every sport except for soccer Yeah, here. All, Everyone these, comes... all these other countries' heroes are here playing with us. Exactly, so, yeah. exactly. We get them 162 games a year. They, they are here representing our team. But when this World Baseball Classic hits... They're representing their teams back home. And, and it, for them, this is as close as they'll ever get to that. You know what I mean? If if you watch the World Cup, and, and this is the closest thing I can I can like. World Cup's it a to, big deal. You know what I mean? You see these guys play for their country, and it's a total different game changer. And 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 it's kind of like, okay, you know, we do this. When you see Team USA come together, this is the only time that you get those assembly of guys together for their country like that. So when they come here, you got uncle Sam's army, you got these huge mobs. I believe that we will win. 
and they are insane. And you just, what's the big deal? You know, the other countries, what's the big deal? We do this all the time, but for us, we don't get down like that. The MLS is not there yet. So we're the little brother to them where with MLB, NFL, NBA, hockey, all these other sports, this is USA is where they come to play. So for us, we're spoiled in that regard. We, we basically, for, for lack of better terms, own the league that is the best league in the world. So our team is, is always represented. You know what I mean? These other countries, they don't have that. That's true. So you spoke about someone else with the Astros that played well in the WBC, and people are like, Kent, the Keith Oberman guy, oh, don't go over there. Jeremy Pena comes back Friday, two homers. It, it's it's making these guys more game ready. I think all the guys that go to the WBC, they're going to be leading the league in all stats. And I want to keep looking at that at the beginning. They might not lead them at the end of the year, but they're definitely going to be leading them at the beginning, especially the Americans. Uh, Noli Parady, somebody we th- I never thought he had a chance, but he's he got sent packing to Sugarland. Did you have anything else you want to add about the WBC or anything else before we go to Fairfowl? No, no, I'm looking forward to the uh, the final four. I think they're going to be two great games or three Garrett games. Whoever ends up in the championship, those are going to be two amazing teams. It's going to be great, and I and I think whoever wins the title, it, it, it's going to be well earned because of the names because of the teams that they had to go through to get there. So I think it's going to be great. Um, looking forward. We're getting real, real close to, to meaningful baseball opening day. Looking forward to see what that final roster looks like. All right. So I picked up my phone cause I was going to show you something. And I remembered I had this thing I wanted to tell you earlier. So here it is. There's two of them and I, I got to find the other one, but it said building the best major league baseball franchise. And it's picking a, a different section from each team. Lineup. You could, you could say, let's say buy or sell. I'll give you that. You want to say that? Lineup. San Diego Padres. I buy it. Okay. Starting pitching. The Mets. Scherzer. JV. I, I buy it. Bullpen. Astros. I'm Absolutely. buying that. <laughs> Absolutely. Manager, Atlanta Braves. I'll buy that. General manager, Atlanta Braves. I'll buy that too. They they have locked up their young core like we want to in the worst way. And I'm jealous because that team is set. They're not wondering, is a, is a Kyle Tucker type going to leave? They're not wondering if Framber type is going to leave. They got them all locked up. Owner, the Mets. Oh, of course. I I think every I think every MLB team wishes their owner would spend like Steve Cohen does. Yeah. Cardinals fans. I'm selling that. I think that's old <laughs> baseball talking. I'm sorry. I know they have a great fan base a bit, but I mean, I also know that's really the only game in town. If you ask me who's got the best uh one of the best M- uh NBA fan bases, I'm going to tell you it's San Antonio because they're the only game in town. Yeah. Uh, stadium giants. I'm buying that. I've been there. It's amazing. I was about to say, I haven't been there, but I buy it. I mean, I, it looks cool on TV. Oh, it's amazing. It's something you need to go do someday, buddy. Logo, the brewers. 
the little they baseball had... glove that <laughs> forms the MB. I'll buy that. I don't know who's going to beat that. Yeah, I'll buy it. I like it. History, the Yankees. I'll buy it, but not because I want to, just because you kind of have to. All right, here's the other one. Building the worst franchise. Hitting Oakland A's. I'm going to sell that. There's worse. I would say the Royals before the before the A's. Pitching Oakland A's. Wow. <laughs> All right, I guess I'll buy that. Manager, Colorado Rockies. I don't even know who the manager is. It's a, it's a revolving door there. Um, Ownership. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. I think it's tough for that 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 manager because it's so hard because how difficult it is that the rare air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ownership, Oakland A's. I buy that. Worst fans, L.A. Dodgers. They fight every game. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy this. I'll sell that. There's worse than that. They always they're they're loyal. They're loyal yeah, yeah, to yeah. a core to the core. Worst stadium. The Rays. I'll buy that. They have to they have to cover so many of their seats. Logo. Washington Nationals. Yeah, I'll buy that too. History. The Guardians. No, that's not fair. I wonder if like, it's just because it's the Guardians. Yeah, they changed their name. Because they changed their name? No, no. I'll, I'll sell that. That's not. Nah. Worst city, Detroit. That's so mean. <laughs> I mean, physically it might be, but baseball, I would I would say they're a good baseball town. All right, so we're going to do fair or foul, and we are going to have to blaze through it as we've already got the 10-minute warning. But, folks, we're going to do it right after this. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, folks, we are back. Fair foul. I'll keep an eye on the clock this time because one of the last podcasts, we ran out of time and it was my fault. I'm, I apologize. Number one, with the Altuve and Diaz injury, we already talked about this. The Stars should not play in the WBC. Foul for me. Foul. Absolutely. I could do a whole show on that foul. <laughs> Number two, moving the WBC to a different time of the year. Right now, it's during spring training. Should it be another time the Astros played to like November and then spring trainings in February. So I don't know where you're going to move it. I'd say foul. They talked about uh January, December timeframe. And I'm like, who's playing baseball in the middle of winter and like, and be able to do it here or be able to do it, you know, uh, uh, anywhere. Like there'd have to be somewhere like central of the equator. I just think that's terrible. I think it's fine where it is. I say foul as well. Number three. So I really like these shirts they have at Old Navy. And they had like a buy one, get one half off. But I couldn't find another one I like. But they had these. But I didn't get it. Fair or foul? Hawaiian shirts. Oh, absolutely foul. So foul. I knew you would say foul. You're not a Hawaiian. <laughs> I could pull the Hawaiian shirt off, but the the it's, it's too low. It shows too much chest for me. So on the design... 
I say fair, but the way they're made, foul. I don't I don't want to do that. I just I just can't see it. The type of guy that wears them. Have you ever have you ever heard the the, the knock on the New Balance shoe that it's like the dad shoe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same thing with that shirt. There only those guys can wear that shirt. It doesn't look it doesn't look right to begin with. I think some people can pull it off. Number four, our boy with the cool mustache is always taking pictures of his socks. Fair foul novelty socks. I think it's fair. I got, I got a couple pair of novelty socks. I'll rock them. I think we've done this before, but I don't care. <laughs> I definitely novel novelty sock it with pants all the time. Cause I think it's kind of cool. You know, maybe when you like cross your legs or you sit down and it, it kind of little gets a little peak. And I love, <laughs> I have a uh, pineapple ones that I wear all the time. Got married in them. Love them. I say fair as well. I wear them with shorts. I don't really care. So look, I took a picture. We took a selfie, me and my wife. We met two years ago today. Online. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not technically your anniversary, right? No, it's just the anniversary right, of the right, day right. we met. But people okay, think gotcha, it's our anniversary. Gotcha. I confuse yeah. everybody. So we take a selfie. I post it on Twitter. And I have the Broken Star blue and gold hat. And I have my World Series hoodie on that has the blue and orange star. And that guy, that Cleveland Browns fan guy, gave me a hard time. He said, dude, you can't mix those stars. Why did you do that or whatever? I don't know what he said. But I commented, I don't care. And I put a happy face. I don't care. I mean, I've talked about these people. Where I don't. I don't like mixing things. But the hats navy, the the hoodies navy. I, I I was rolling with it. I think I think it's weird because for you to go, you went on a, a pretty solid rant. I know, I know about it. Can't be Nike, Adidas, um, Under Armour, but you'll mix two sports franchises, no problem. So that seems no. Weird they're the me. same franchises, just different logo. I thought one was Cowboys, one was no, Astros. no, 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 no. Oh, okay. The Broken and, Star logo from the 90s. Okay, okay. With the gold the, star, the one I wear on the podcast most of the time. Then I probably can't see an issue with it. Oh, you can't mix stars up? And I'm like, I don't care. I'll do what I want. I'm 52. I don't care what you say. <laughs> and going with our first time to meet, which was online, our real first time to meet is May 1st, and that's coming up. And we ate crawfish. So every time we see crawfish, we are reminded of that amazing day we spent together, uh, the day we met. So fair or foul, crawfish? For me, it's foul because I'm allergic to, to shellfish. Girl. Everyone else that <laughs> I know, it's 100% fair. So I will say fair because I, don't, I, I like fish. I just can't eat shellfish. So if you said, I don't know, I think I would go eat crawfish. If we were invited to go eat crawfish, but if it's just me and I choose what I want to eat that day, it's not going to be crawfish. So let me say foul. I'm, I'm, I'd rather have shrimp. I do not suck the head out of the crawfish. I think that's <laughs> disgusting. Uh, I got to get this thing from you. Balut? Something Filipinos eat? It's like a duck egg. I need you to look that up. Balut. Look that up. It's a fertilized duck egg and it's the most foul thing ever and i want you to look that if you're listening look it up tom you look it up as well so i say foul even though i'll eat it so it's not that bad so all right that's all i got it, it is time for tom's final thoughts <laughs> listen i know 
everybody's bummed right now about the Jose Altuve thing, and it sucks. But I guarantee you, I guarantee you, if you asked him, would he have wanted to be anywhere else than that in that box tonight when he got hit in the hand? He'd tell you that's nowhere else he'd rather be. This tournament is so much for the players and so much about them being able to represent a country that they normally don't get to represent. You know, you can tell for Venezuela, they wanted to win this for Venezuela. I mean, you see some of the guys that they're able to bring out to manage these things. I think it's so awesome that for like Team USA, they got Ken Griffey Jr. as their hitting coach. He was in BP two days ago, taking homers to 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 right field. That was cool. so awesome. You got you got these professional baseball players sitting around the batting cage, looking like little kids watching their one of their idols. You know, the kid Ken Griffey Jr. hitting dingers like he used to back in the day with the sweetest swing in all of baseball argue with a fence post if you want to. I that's it for me. That's the one. You know, got his own shoe and everything. This this tournament is so cool. And if you let these freak injuries, you know, that are part of baseball, that are part of the game impact this tournament, you're doing it wrong because this is for the players. This is for them and no one's no one's got a gun to their head. They're willingly going to these games. They want to represent their countries and I think we should respect that as fans and be like I'm so happy that they're going instead of, oh my God, you're hurt. So my favorite team can't win now because you're hurt. When you could have got hurt in spring training, you could have got hurt getting out of bed that morning. There's a million different ways guys get injured. Ask Gavin Lux if if he needs to cancel spring training now because he blew his knee out in a meaningless spring, spring training yeah. game. He'll tell you he was still going to be out there playing because that's what he gets paid to do. So I'm not a soccer fan, but I get excited about the World Cup. I love I don't watch soccer at all, but I watch the World Cup. <laughs> but I never I've never been excited about the World Baseball Classic, but I've watched USA play twice. And I have to tell you, if you don't watch it, folks, you should. Because it's exciting and you will feel like a real American, like Hulk Hogan and Jim Duggan and all them guys. But anyway, be sure to tune in Tuesday. I will have a guest, J- David Jerome. He wrote a book about Bill Verdon, who was a former Astros manager. So looking forward to hearing about him. And also, don't forget, Tom and I do the bullpen. And we've been added to the Fans First Sports Network. So things should be growing over there at the old bullpen. (laughs) That's pretty exciting. But anyway, guys, we appreciate you tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. And we'll see you next time.